At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. It's Monday, Amal, and let's not bury the headline. The Survivor Dream is over. Yeah, it is. You know, the unfortunate part was for a lot of people, along with myself, who had the Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, it really wasn't a dream. It only becomes a dream in potential reality when you get into the middle of December. Until then, there's still a lot of uh, waters to navigate. But the fact that Ben Roethlisberger didn't play, I thought was a huge impact on the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mason Rudolph. I tell you what, these backup quarterbacks, where the hell do they find these guys? How about McCoy throwing late over the middle against the Carolina Panthers? Mason Rudolph can't hit a little quick slant pattern. We're down to 174 of them all in survival. Is that it? 174. Well, look, wow. the top two picks go out uh, between the Steelers. You know, 187 go out on the Ravens. I guessed 200. I wasn't that far off. That took us to 499. Out of 499, 248, basically half the field were on Pittsburgh. Of course, the news came out around 430 Pacific yeah. that Ben was on the COVID list. Picks had to be in by three. Nothing that could be done. Now, let me ask you this question. Did you do anything in-game or pre-flop to hedge your survivor entry, given the fact that Ben wasn't playing. No, I didn't. But once the game started, yeah. I, I took uh, I took the Lions getting points in there. I thought it was an opportunity for them to be competitive. You know, that first drive I thought was a bit of fool's gold for Pittsburgh uh, from what I saw in the highlights. And um, so to me, it was a situation where I thought this was a team that probably is going to be in a competitive game. They'll win the game, but I didn't think they would lose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into shenanigans that we do on Monday. We'll do the, our NFL version of it here. Uh, some things you'd like to address that you thought, thought were, uh, let's say, ludicrous over the weekend. And let's start with the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and their defense, who couldn't get off the field the last 11 minutes. Okay, so a I'm not sure. If, I saw one place 19, another place 20 on the drive length. 19-play drive. 19-play drive for over 10 minutes. Longest drive in the National Football League this season. After they were down four points with about 10 and a half minutes to go, 11 minutes to go, somewhere in there. The game culminates in a touchdown. By the way, you know the best part at the end of the game was? They hand the ball off to Leonard Fournette with 30 seconds remaining. They're trying to kill the clock, and he goes out of bounds. they got to run another play. It was unbelievable. But the fact that this defense gives up 19 plays to Taylor Heineke, and uh, Terry McLaurin made a tremendous catch on fourth down. I think it was, I'm sorry, not fourth down, third down. Gets absolutely tattooed over the middle, holds on to the ball, and they win this game. That's a big loss if you're Tampa now when you look at the rest of the standings because the Cardinals lose. The Rams have a potential to go down tonight, but now Green Bay sitting atop the NFC right now with just the two losses. Yeah, I said that Green Bay might for the third straight year end up like 13 with 13 or 14 wins yeah. because I thought they had the easiest path 
uh, to getting the one seed in the NFC. I didn't know Dallas would be this good. Obviously, they're in the mix as well. Uh, Saints kicker, Brian Johnson. Yeah, I understand these extra points can be a bit challenging. But an 0-for-2 spot that cost your team an opportunity to win this football game, think about this. If he's making these extra points, they're not in a scenario where they've got to go for two at the end of the game. Come on, man. You've got one job. Make the extra point. By the way, that's a tough uh, flight back. Thank God it's short from Nashville to New Orleans for him. I would hate to be on that plane being uh, the kicker getting on there. If I were Sean Payton, I would say, hey, buddy, listen, we're going to cover your airfare, but you're not coming on this plane. I thought the most outrageous thing from this game was Jerome Boger's uh, roughing the passer call against Tannehill right before half when they picked him off. That cost him seven points. I, I didn't see the play, oh. but I, I read about it. Oh. And, and people were absolutely just, it was horrendous. Chest to shoulder. Right after he released the ball. You know, we're going to get into that in a second. I, I've uh, got something on the okay. officiating. Okay. Um, how about the third down efficiency of the Falcons, Broncos, and Browns combined? Yeah, three for 33. <laughs> and by the way, give them credit. All of them consistent across the board. One for 11 for mm-hmm. each of them in their matchups. And they all get pretty much routed. Uh, by the way, Vic. Fangio, as you like to say, where was his defense against Jalen Hurts? He made Jalen Hurts well, look like Donovan McNabb. They, uh, they, they were missing some players with the COVID. Obviously, this move moved to a pick. I, I wanted no part of this game. I was big on the Broncos until the COVID news came out. I kept waiting for them to bring the Oklahoma scooter out. I mean, because they were just running the Oklahoma <laughs> offense. They, they, they rushed the ball like 40 times in this game. They couldn't stop them. But another point I thought was bad by uh, Denver in this game was they get the ball first down and goal at the three-yard line. They throw the ball twice out of three times. The previous time when they had it, Melvin Gordon got into the end zone like the Red Sea yeah. parted, or in this case, the Orange or Blue Sea parted. But, I mean, come on. What is with these teams? The Steelers did the same thing. I was getting text messages. Hey, they just threw the ball three times inside the goal line, first and goal to go. I was like, well, hey, I know they don't have much of a running game, but still, against Detroit, I think you got to try and run the ball. Saints did the same thing, too. They had they are the goal line on the two-yard line. They throw, they throw a, a pass. Uh, on first and goal, and they get a, a pass, offensive pass interference penalty. It takes them back to the 12-yard line. And maybe he thought Drew Brees was still the quarterback. Um, all right, this is on your list, the roughing the passer in the NFL. This nonsense has got to stop. I mean, they called one in late in the Steelers game where they called him for just, you know, basically he was going down. He basically hit him at the knees, but then his hand slid down to his, uh, basically to his mid-calf, and they called the roughing the passer penalty. By the way, these referees, they're like Tony Carrenti when they throw these flags. They're ridiculous. It's like they're getting on off on throwing the flag on the guy. If you are a high school football player, there's no way you should be dumb enough to play defense. Tell your coach, we're not playing defense. What is the point in playing, getting penalties that cost your team opportunities to win football games, and then potentially getting fined? What is the? I don't get this. The league needs to revisit this. I understand we want to protect the quarterback because nobody wants to come out and discuss the fact that in the 90s, when these quarterbacks got blown up, so many of these people's kids came out with birth defects. Look at the numbers. There's definitely a direct correlation to it. They won't put it out there. But the reality of it is, stop with this nonsense. If you breathe on a guy too heavily nowadays, I saw in the Browns game a highlight of a, I think it was the Browns game. They called the roughing the passer. I don't remember if it was on the Browns or if it was on the Pats. But somebody just basically tackled the quarterback, and they call roughing the passer. I was like, what are you supposed to do, put flags on these guys? It would be easier. Um, Arizona Cardinal quarterback, Colt McCoy. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Him and Chase Daniels, two Texas kids, by the way, from the state of Texas. And Colt play, uh, Chase played in Mizzou. But the amount of money they've been able to steal in the NFL is being horrendous backups. What did people think? Because he threw a screen pass to James Conner and the Terminator ran through that 49ers defense this guy could play? Late over the middle. And by the way, if you're Cliff Kingsbury, why are you going for it on fourth and one at your own 35 or 40 yard line in the first quarter when you've got a team that's got P.J. Walker and Cam Newton as their quarterbacks? Are you that desperate? What are you gaining out of getting that first down? You're the, you got Cole McCoy. You're probably punting three plays later. I only go for it there if I have Tom Brady because you can't stop him sneaking. He Bruce Arians did it early in the game too, but he sneaks for three yards. He's the best there ever was at this. First of all, Brady 6'4", 6'5". Second, he has an unbelievable knack for understanding where, where the hole is. He's tremendous at it. And let's close off with uh, your boy, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, the Baker. How, by the way, did you get a chance to look at the stats Baker put together Oof. yesterday? This was unbelievable. Oof. 11 for 21, but this is my favorite stat, Mike. Three and a half yards per pass, uh, passing yards. I mean, on the attempts, that's unbelievable. How bad is this guy? It's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You know, uh, Michael Lombardi, previously on the Lombardi line on this network, and he talked about it as well with Mitch and Paul this morning on Follow the Money. You know, when you keep this guy in the pocket, he can't beat you. He can only beat you when he gets out. Either the play breaks down or he does these boots or these rollouts. When he has to stand flat in the pocket, first of all, he can't see above the line, right? No, but seriously, Pittsburgh did this to him last year twice when they played him too. You just have to keep him in the pocket with wide splits. He's not going to beat you from the pocket. 
By, by the way, this is starting to be where OBJ might have been right about Baker yeah. and probably far more so than people realize. Uh, Mike, if you're the Browns, you've got to start making some hard decisions. Is he your guy? Because you, you took a number one overall pick on this guy. And I don't think you can pay him the big big money. What are you going to do? No, you can't. You ha- and you have too good a team around him. That's exactly. I said that even with average play, this is a this is a playoff team. Even with an average quarter, they're getting less than average play. So I, I always kill Kirk Cousins. Yeah. But to me, if Kirk no. Cousins is in Cleveland, no. they're probably much they're more. They're probably win with, the division. Yeah, I mean, because the Ravens have a lot to leave a lot to be desired. All right, let's get to the burning questions, and and we alluded to it at the top. First question: Do the Steelers cover eight? Against the Lions, if Big Ben's the quarterback. I believe so. I mean, that team couldn't throw the football to save their life. My question is, defensively, why didn't you adjust if you're Pittsburgh until uh, basically late fourth quarter in overtime? Right. Goff, what did Goff have? Like 160 yards passing? Yeah, and about 30 of those came to yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown in the overtime or something on yeah. one play. Yeah. Uh, second question. Did we crown the Buffalo Bills the AFC East champs too soon? No. They're still going to win this division. Listen, Mac Jones is a terrific young quarterback, and he ter- might turn out to be the best of this class. But New England has beat up on some average teams. Let's not act like they're sitting there going around beating the Dallas Cowboys, the Tampa well, they, Bay Bucks. I make the argument, though, that they, every right deserved to win that Dallas game. Now, I know they didn't get it done, but if Dallas doesn't get 24 yards on third and 25 and kick the long field goal, we don't even get to that overtime. You're, look, you're probably right about that, but at the same time, I would make the argument there's a lot of situations where teams have to be able to close out games. Winning and knowing how to win games is is a key part of winning football games. But look, they've beaten the Jets. By the way, how are your Chargers doing? I haven't looked at the standings. I haven't even been paying attention to anybody in Los Angeles aside from the Rams. Are they still playing winning football? I, I don't know what they're doing, but it was a good day for the Chiefs yesterday in that division. Everybody lost and they won. I did not see the game last night. Yeah. Um, but from what I, when I was checking the scores, it seemed like it was the Chiefs domination. I do have one question. When Andy Reid scored to go up by 20. Why didn't he go for two? Well, because I think he was afraid were, the Raiders were going to get two touchdowns, yeah. two two-point conversions, and a field goal. Is, I mean, come he, on. He didn't, want, he, didn't, he didn't want to be up 19 for that very reason. <laughs> they might force mean? overtime. If he came out and said that, I would at least respect him for that. Yeah. Question three. Did the Vikings save their season with the win at SoFi yesterday? I think so. I thought that was a tough matchup, but I favored the Chargers in that one. Uh, to me, when you look at this Minnesota team, they've got the talent. You want to talk about a team. There's games that they should have won. This is a team that can point back and say, wow, we've let a lot of games slip away. Final question. Will either the Eagles or the Washington football team make the playoffs? Let's not get over uh, ahead of ourselves with Washington. Chase Young going to be out for the year. I don't even know if that's necessarily a detriment to their defense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but you know, it's always good to have – actually, let me correct one thing. It's always good to have a guy that can help you pull a Sweat and Allen off the pile when they've made the tackle. Who's gonna, who has a better shot of making the playoffs, Eagles or football Eagles. team? I do, too. I yeah, think so, Eagles. too. I saw a little bit of the Denver game. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I was impressed with Jalen Hurts when he's outside the pocket. You know, he's dangerous. And you know what? He's tough to bring down. He's not one of these quarterbacks that's going to make a left or a right turn to the sideline. He's going to keep going full steam ahead. Well, the smart money keeps moving the line on the Eagles. I know there was the COVID news this week. But let's not forget against San Diego. They took that game down from 3-1. to one. Against uh, the Raiders, that game went from 3 to a pick and then two and a half to a pick this week. The smart money seems to indicate that the bookmakers' power rating on the Eagles may be off. I, I tend to agree with you there. I, I think they're undervaluing this team. By the way, I want to amend one thing real quick on quarterbacks. You know, accuracy is still the most important thing, but if you've got a guy that can run like Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, there's some value in these guys instead of necessarily saying you got to be a pocket passer. This Philadelphia team is part of the reason they were successful yesterday is because of him. All right, when we come back, we'll take a look at the Monday night football matchup. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, or Amal's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strings, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N dot F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. He is Amal Shah. I am Mike Palm. Let's talk about the matchup tonight on Monday Night Football involving your choice to win the NFC. The Los Angeles Rams, they go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers here. This game opened four. It's been three and a half for a couple of days now. 180 on the money line for the Rams with a total of 50. Rams 13-3-1 against the spread coming off a double-digit home loss uh, in the last 17 tries in that in that situation. You like your Rams in this spot here tonight? I don't like the three and a half, mm. but I think they win the football game. If this game were two and a half or so, like the Kansas City line last night, probably take the Rams in this one. Uh, so no play here, but I'll tell you, this is an important game for Los Angeles. You have an opportunity to bury the San Francisco 49ers. They go to three and six. The likelihood of them making the postseason probably fairly remote. At four and five, they would still be the seventh seed in the uh, NFC, puts them in a position to still compete. It's like one of those horror movies when you should kill the you know the main perpetrator. But they, if they don't do it tonight, it's going to be a situation where you wind up with a sequel and a bad situation moving forward. Uh, I like this Rams team to win the game. They've got to get it done because when you look in the NFC right now, there's an opportunity now with the Buccaneers being at three losses for Arizona, who's got two losses, the Rams sitting at two, the Packers at two, and of course Dallas at two. It's going to be a crowded NFC, and the Rams play the Packers, I think, in two weeks. They host the, is, they it's host in the, Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. But they come off a bye, right? It, uh, they, they get they a bye, bye next week, so they get the rest before the game. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they would be it. one of three teams, eight and two in the NFC, if they win this game. Obviously, they're considered a wild card right now because they lost the head-to-head with the Cardinals, but they'll have the opportunity in Glendale later in the year to avenge that loss and put themselves in a position to possibly get the one or two seed. That would be huge. I mean, having the home field is going to be the difference, potentially, in my opinion, of which team can make it. Yeah, here it is. Yes, they get they go to the 49ers Monday night, and then they get the bye off the short week, so that's good. And then they head to Lambeau to take on the Packers, who... Shut out Russell Wilson for the first time in his career. How shocking was that result for you? You know, it was a bit surprising. But again, remember, he'd been out. And Seattle's been stagnant offensively this whole time. So it really doesn't come as... I mean, a shutout comes as a surprise, especially in today's NFL. I mean, if you think about it on a touchback drive, you need to start You start at the 25. That's not a punt on a kickoff. you got to get 40 yards to get in field goal range. But for them not even be able to put up three points is a bit surprising. Were you surprised... Uh... Bozo the Carroll was taking timeouts, trying to get a field goal at the end of this game. I didn't watch a single Uh-oh. play in this game, so I couldn't tell down, you. But down seventeen, nothing to take a timeout with eleven seconds left to try to get into field goal range. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those types of things. You know, I, this is one thing I don't understand. I, I happen to be uh, out last night and I see the Raiders punting. I think with nine or eleven minutes to go down in the game. Twenty. Yeah, down twenty. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, I said, what difference does it make if you lose by 27, 28, 52, or one? At the end of the day, you lost. That's the greatest thing about sports. There's no in-between. You either win or lose, or in, in the case of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you tie. But 
The reality of it is, I don't understand why these coaches take such a defeatist attitude in these games. If you're going to sit there and continue to throw the football with your starters in the game, like the Raiders did late in the game, why wouldn't you just sit there and go for it on fourth down? What's the difference? When asked after the game why he did that, he cited a Big 12 tiebreaker. By the way, I'm though, Dave Miranda's correct on it. No, he's correct because a three-way tie between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor goes to point differential. Baylor now mm-hmm. has ensured themselves they will be not be in a negative point differential with these two teams. So they would all if Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, they all tie with one loss. No, if Oklahoma, um, yes, yeah. co- correct, correct. Oklahoma's got one loss. So Oklahoma State, and they have one loss. Yes, yeah, so I'm not sure. Where's the three-way tie going to happen? I'm not, yeah, assuming Oklahoma State I, I, loses I, I, somewhere along right, the line. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what the scenario is. I'd be a little bit more worried if I was Oklahoma. All right, let's get to the burning questions in college football, and then we'll talk about some lines and the key matchups this weekend. Question number one, Amal. Was the Big 12 eliminated from the playoff with Oklahoma's loss at Baylor? That loss by Oklahoma was so bad, I believe they're going to ban Bill Self and Kansas from the NCAA tournament because they know they're not going to win either. <laughs> they might get to a Final Four, but they're not going to win anything. They'll win the Big 12 like they do every year. This is a joke. You put up, what, seven? What did they put up? Seven points? I don't know. All your Heisman Trophy candidates were poor as well. Your preseason choice, Rattler, they brought him in in relief. He didn't do anything. Oh, mine? Taylor, well, I'm just talking about the media. The, well, the media, not yours. Oh, but, the way it was inferred, no, I was no, like, no, 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 no. You're on the Michigan State running back. Um <laughs> But but remember, Rattler was the preseason five to one favorite to win the Heisman. He gets benched for Caleb Williams. Then all of a sudden, Caleb Williams takes all this Heisman steam from a, you know the worldwide leader and all the guys who bet tickets who now must convince the voters that he's doing great. He gets benched in this game and for for Rattler, they did nothing on off. Let me tell you something. When Lincoln Riley's teams can't run the ball, they're not that great of a passing you br- attack. You bring up an excellent point. It starts point. with the run it, it, still. It, 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 Kennedy Brooks and Gray have got to be more effective <laughs> yeah. running the football. The offensive line had to replace too many guys up front. This team has really struggled. They've got elite receivers still. They just couldn't get it done on the outside. Uh, and to your point, I guess beating up on those kids at Pinnacle Peak and their surrounding areas in the Phoenix area while they were too busy sunbathing, maybe we realized Spencer Rattler's not as good. And Caleb Williams, that's what I'm telling you. Got the, they got this kid coming in named Malachi Nelson from Los Alamitos, California. He's not afraid. He has seen the future, and he knows he's going to be starting quickly in Norman. All right, question two is a follow-up really to question one. If Oregon loses again, does an undefeated Cincinnati make the playoff? Yes, they do. If you're looking at it right now, it's going to be Georgia, assuming they win the SEC. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, or Michigan State? Isn't Georgia in either way? In in all likelihood. If Georgia's single loss is the SEC championship game to Alabama, they're getting in. Well, you're discounting that game between Georgia Tech and Georgia? And they play somebody (laughs) else, too. They're done with their SEC schedule. Yeah, I know. I know. They got a cupcake. undefeated. By by the way, you know what's unfortunate? This next game, I forgot who they're playing. Some cupcake, how the SEC does. Yeah. It would be more interesting to see the Georgia ones on offense play the Georgia defense than this matchup from somebody coming out of the FCS, unless you're playing in Gainesville. By the way, Matt Metcalf put up an SEC championship game line. Uh, you probably haven't seen it. Correct? No, I have not. Okay, he put up Georgia-Alabama possible SEC title game. Give me the spread and the total. Four and 59. Who's favored? Alabama. I'm sorry, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia four, and what's the total? 59. Okay, Georgia three and 50 and a half. It's too low of a number. Well, go bet it. You can bet I, it. I, I, He's well, taking 20,000 on the game, 10,000 on the side. Do, I'm going to tell you right now, in this total, it's too low. Because here's the thing. There's one thing that you saw in this game with Tennessee. You know what got proven in this game with Tennessee? Now I stand corrected on why Virginia Tech was more than happy to let Hendon Hooker go. Because he can't throw a 12-yard out. I can tell you right now, Bryce Young can throw that pass with a lot more accuracy. Question number three. 50 and a half? 50 and a hook. That's unbelievable. Is it finally time to stop talking about the great Dan Mullen and the great Matt Campbell? By the way, how excited were you during the game? I noticed you were texting me during the Gator game. Kids were running down the field there at the swamp. Did you see that one touchdown pass? You guys actually a tight end? I thought he was a guard. I mean, the kid, and then he danced in the end zone. This team couldn't put up 14 against Chattanooga at home. Samford, I'm talking about. 180 yards of office and, four, and 13 points at home against Chattanooga two weeks ago. 42 and 500 in the swamp in the first half. The best line of the weekend I saw was on Twitter. Samford got paid $525,000 for this game. $1,000 per point. Per point. <laughs> I mean, who the hell would have thought they'd put up 52? The Gators end up with 70. By the way, did you see the post game in the in the locker room for the Gators? No. They were celebrating like they won the natty. I mean, is this what Florida football has come to? That's my point. Dan Mullen, you think he's there next year? 
I don't know. It depends on the economic conditions. You know, a lot of this is based on economics. You know, you, everybody can't be as cavalier and as frivolous with money as the University of Texas. <laughs> uh, how about Matt Campbell? Terrific kick by that kid. 62-yarder to win the game. Well, what's he doing there now? Why does he get into that situation? They fumbled at the goal line, interception in the red zone, and then they get in the spot where you're, you know, third and four, third and down there and a chance to win the game. You have to kill the clock, so if you're going to kick the field goal anyhow, you go to overtime. You don't leave Texas Tech with a minute. No, no way you, you can can't do, that. do that. No way at all. I, I, thought it, I, I, I thought it was mismanagement of the clock there. Absolutely. Okay, final question. I'll give you some I'll give you some choices for this. You can take one of the four or none of the above and give me a different choice. Right now, who's your college football coach of the year? I give for you four choices. Jim Harbaugh, Mike Gundy, Dave Clawson, Sam Pittman. Uh, Dave Clawson. And a number two I'd put on that list, um, Mike Gundy. But the, you're missing a name on there. Okay. Kirby Smart. He's not going to get credit because he's not going to get credit for the talent of that defense. Yeah, but by the way, Kirby was not so smart at the end of the game against Tennessee. He wanted to keep them from scoring a touchdown to get to over 14 points. Yeah. It was a fourth down and six, third down and six. They get called for holding. He declines the penalty, makes it fourth and six, and they score. He has ones out there. Why don't you back him up and make yeah. him go 16 yards in two plays against your defense? It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Dave Kloss has done a tremendous job. This team has been a unbelievable. A big win for them against, against NC State. It was, but here's the thing. Tim Beck, the moron that was the Ohio State offensive coordinator in 2015 when they didn't win the national title, when they were preseason number one, number one, they ran the ball so few times against the number two worst run defense in college football. They allowed Hartman to be out there on offense and just absolutely destroy the NC State defense. Yeah, good, good bounce back for them. But you liked them in that spot yeah. as well. And you liked San Diego State. I, I got a good number. When when Nevada kicked the field goal to take the lead mm-hmm. with a minute 30 to go, San Diego State was a plus price in that game, and I took it. It's a good bet. They got the best kicker favorites. in the league. Yeah, absolutely. All right, when we come back, college football, Wilder Wright. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is the Mall Shaw. Uh, it's Monday. Let's do some college football wild or right on lines coming up on key matchups this weekend. And I, let's I start... can't believe we only have two weeks left in this. It's, it's, it's almost over. Some big matchups, especially in the Big Ten East. We're going to get some good games for your school, especially. Now, we were both wrong about o- uh, Ohio State this week. We both took Purdue in the 21. Although, one more touchdown, we'd have pushed on the game, right? They yeah, only and, lost and, by And 20. not only that, you know what the key was? That kickoff. By Ohio State, Purdue didn't field it cleanly, and then all of a sudden they fumbled there. But the Buckeyes look great offensively. Okay, Ohio State uh, stays home <clears throat> to take on Michigan State this week. Your Buckeyes, Amal, lane 19 in a top 10 matchup with a total of 66.5. Is 19 Wilder right? This is pretty accurate because you look at this Michigan State defense, look where they are in pass defense. They're among the bottom in college football. I think they might be last, if I'm not mistaken. They're in trouble in this game. You know, you could see the difference Garrett Wilson makes for this receiving core when he's in the lineup. He was tremendous. Three touchdowns catching and one rushing. First Buckeye ever to do that in a game. But I think Michigan State's going to be in some trouble. They're going to have to really control the game with the running game. If they can get Walker going, and if he can have a big day, then they've got a chance. I don't think they're going to be able to win this football game. Word out of East Lansing is they are looking to sign Mel Tucker to a multi-year huge contract. $8 million a year. I, I tell you what, this is why I always tell you that these athletic directors are morons. Didn't they do this with Ty Willingham at Notre Dame when he started 8-0? Didn't last three full seasons. Didn't they do this with Cheeseburger Charlie in Notre Dame? How did that work out? But By the way, you want to, I mean, didn't they do this with Sark, 7-7 seven and seven Sark, who's barely, bell, he's not even going to be bowl eligible unless he wins at K-State in West Virginia to make the, the postseason. You want to give away this money. How many idiotic contracts in Major League Baseball and college athletic directors do you have to continue to give out before you realize? You know what this is? This is Dan Gilbert's money and then the other guy, the wholesale manager, uh, yeah. warehouse manager guy. This is their money. That's why they More don't give so a damn. More so the other guy than Dan Gilbert. Yeah, true. He played, for, he played yeah. for Tom Izzo at Michigan yeah. State. Right. Right. Um, Alabama. 
host Arkansas. Arkansas, what a good defensive game that was at Baton Rouge. I thought if you watched that game. It's Max Johnson. Do you really well, want to give credit oh, to the oh, defense? Okay, good win for Arkansas. Great though. win. On the road? Yeah, On absolutely. a Saturday night? Very good win. Uh, yeah, no breaks in the SEC West. Now they, they, they head to Tuscaloosa to take on St. Nick. Alabama Crimson Tide laying three touchdowns here. 21, total 57 and a half. Is three touchdowns wild or right? No, I think this is right, and I would take Arkansas in 21 here. I think K.J. Jefferson and company will be able to score into the 20s. I think Alabama's defense still has some question marks, particularly the pass defense. Let's see if Arkansas can exploit that. I think Pittman's a terrific coach from the defensive side of the ball, but other than that, right now, I think Alabama's really starting to roll. I cannot, I'll tell you what, this game, it's going to probably, it looks like it's going to be one versus two in Atlanta is going to be unbelievable. Iowa State goes to Norman to take on Oklahoma in a matchup of two boy wonder coaches, Matt Campbell and Lincoln Riley. The Sooners off their loss in Waco are lane four. Total is 61. Iowa State coming off. Loss as a double-digit favorite in Lubbock to Texas Tech. Is four wilder right them all? This is wild. This line should be about six, six and a half, maybe even up to seven. I still think the Sooners will be just fine here. I know they had that loss. I don't think Oklahoma is going to sit there and fold the tent. But if you're Iowa State, this was a season for you to surpass Oklahoma. And the way the Sooners have played all year, you, I mean, take away what Iowa State has done in six and four. Let's assume you didn't know their record for a minute. But coming into this year, what you projected, or at least what I thought they would be, you would think this is a great opportunity for Iowa State to be able to go into Norman and win this game outright. I think they're in trouble. I love the Sooners in this matchup. Well, they've been very bad on the road. You can't That's lose exactly to West right. Virginia on the road. You can't lose to Texas Tech on the road. Not if you're going to try to win the Big 12. Wake Forest, uh, in the driver's seat on their side of the ACC, goes to Death Valley to take on Clemson this week. That team total for Connecticut was three and a half. They fumble the opening kickoff and then pick it up and run it back. Do you know the last guy that had a shot at him was at the 20-yard line? I know. He was 80 yards with Nova. How could they have How could they have that coverage on that kick? My yabba-dabba dummy better recruit a special teams coach. That was horrible. That, that, that is really <laughs> bad. I've never seen where a guy breaks a tackle at the 20 and he's gone. I, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I've never, I mean, it's unbelievable. On a punt return, you see it yeah, because of the right. way it is. But, I mean, come on. Give me a break here. And uh, yeah, I, I, From scrimmage, you know, UConn couldn't move the ball at all. No. Obviously. And, and Clemson ends up not covering because of that touchdown. Uh on the first play of the game. Clemson laying three and a half point to Dave Clawson's Demon Deacons. Total of 56. Is three and a half wild or right? Uh, I'm going to say right because we're using a half a point mm-hmm. margin. I thought this line should have been four. Oh, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, look, I still think that Wake Forest's defense is so poor. I think the total is way low. And Clemson doesn't score and has a great defense. But look, Wake Forest will put points up on anyone. I tend to agree with you to a certain extent, but then there's another part of me that I'm 180 degrees in the opposite direction, and I think this total might be too high. Like, there's a part of me that says this game's going to be played in the low, uh, high 40s. You think that they can hold Wake Forest? You think they hold Wake Forest under 28? I do. Really? Yeah. I I think this deep, look, because their offense is so bad, they're not getting enough credit for how good this defense is, but this is a team defensively that has dominated everybody. I mean, you look at it. They gave up no points on Saturday. You alluded to it, the first play of the game. Yes, they gave up 27 against Pittsburgh, but part of that was on a pick six. There's not a single opponent that they've given up 20 points to in regulation this year. What uh, what offenses have they played that would rival Wake Forest? NC State, who scored 45 on Wake. Similar offense in the and sense that they, they can move the score? They scored 27 in overtime. In, in double in overtime. O- double overtime. I mean, so if you think about that, they scored in overtime. They scored 13 points. Uh, don't put up the next board, Britain. Just leave it because I want them all to guess the number. Number three ranked, according to the playoff committee, Oregon. Okay. Travels um, to Salt Lake to take on Utah. Make the number on this game. One either way. It's Utah three. Okay. Uh, 59 and a half. I, you know, it's funny. I would not have had Utah three. Uh, I would have, if anything, if you said one, somebody's favorite by three. You I would have thought probably, Oregon? Yeah, I would have thought Oregon, but... Bryce Eccles always tough to play. And these are the games. See, this is the frustration if you're a Utes fan or if you just like Kyle Whittingham like I do. He's a tremendous coach. He'll win this game. Then they'll go play Arizona next week and they'll be in a dogfight for some reason like they were last weekend. Um, But I like the Utes here. Anthony Brown still seems to be the problem with this team. SMU uh, goes to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I think huge that Oklahoma lost for Cincinnati. It gives them life now. Uh, 
Cincinnati laying 12 at home to SMU with a total of 65 and a half. It's 12 wilder, right? It is right, because I just pointed to you and I said 11. Yeah. That's exactly, I, I think this number is right. I thought it would be 11. 12 is close enough. After we get over seven, we use a one-point margin. Um, but I, I think this number is correct. I want to tell you something. I've watched Cincinnati the last four weeks. They're not impressive. You know, you want to sit there and make the argument. Let me tell you, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, um, Oregon, there's going to be a mercy rule in effect if they're playing South Florida. I mean, you got to destroy South Florida if you're Cincinnati. You can't allow this team to come back in the game. I know this is not uh, the criteria for who makes the playoffs, but if Cincinnati played Oregon on a neutral, what do you make the number? I make it Oregon four, mm. but I think Cincinnati's the type of team that can get up for their competition. I'm not, you know, I just got done ripping them yeah. for not blowing out South Florida, but I think they're the type of team that can go play the opponent based on what's necessary. Cincinnati continues to be the Fighting Irish number one fan, right? Yes, they, exactly. They need, they need Notre Dame to finish eleven and one as well. By the way, can we take that Stanford game off the table? Wow. Oh my God. Uh, I think this number is correct. Actually, I'm going to say a little bit wild. Line should be three, and I, I'm sorry, I thought it was Miami you were saying, but uh, I think this line should be four. Uh, Florida, uh, Florida State's solid. Mm-hmm. I, I think Miami's probably a better overall team. They got off to such a bad start in that game, but BC with Jerkovic back under center, they're going to take care of business against Florida State. Bad coaching at the end of the game by Miami. I thought they should have left Florida State score. When they had the ball first down and go at the one-yard line and about 50 seconds remaining, let them score and then just let Van Dyke move the ball. You've got one of the great field goal kickers in college football. You get inside the 35-yard line, you're winning that football game. Um, Georgia Tech, who takes on Georgia next week, goes to South Bend before they do so. Take on the Fighting Irish, who had an impressive defensive performance against Virginia. Notre Dame lane 16, 59 and a half. Wild. This number should be about 21. Mm. I watched the Boston College game against Georgia Tech, and I can tell you right now, Georgia Tech's passing game is non-existent against this Irish defense. They're in trouble. Yeah. I, I, this Mike, this line is 16 right now. Mm-hmm. By kickoff, it'll be north of 18. So you're going to lay it. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to lay the two with Boston College right now. I'm going to lay the two with Boston College. I'm going to take Clemson game under. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it with Wake Forest's defense. But I don't I, think you can. I, I, can't. I like it over. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I still think Clemson wins that football game. I'm not saying they don't win the football no, that's game, fair. but that's I fair. think okay. Wake Forest can move the ball on anybody, maybe outside of Georgia. Come on, man. You want to be a real offense, you got to move it against Georgia. <laughs> yeah, well, if you get the chance at some point, unless you're playing the SEC. All right, when we come back, the playbook, I'm all in, and we'll continue Wilder Wright. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their reduced to juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. No place for me. Tough weekend. Minnesota game. They lose by five. I mean... When they get down by two, I didn't want them to make the two, right? I want to be down two getting four and a half. When they get down by two, I mean, it has to be a conspiracy there that Iowa gets a couple first down, pens them deep, and then they can't do anything with the ball. If they make one first down or they have the clock run for one more play, they're not going to kick a field goal at the end of that game. Yeah, exactly. That's a tough one to lose there. That was sickening. I went two, two, and one, end up pushing on Washington State. Washington gets a win. Uh, Michigan gets the win, and then lose on Purdue. And, uh, of course, one other game now that'll lose me, but um, it, it just, you know, some of these games in college football, the coaching decisions just leave a lot to be desired. College basketball tonight, going to go with one game, had some pretty good college hoops over the weekend, and uh, I'll tell you what, some of these matchups, I, I give you a perfect example, Evansville was taking on Belmont, second half, they're laying three and a half, Belmont is, Evansville can't score. They outscore them in a game, they're up 20 at the break by 20 in the second half. I mean, you got to look for some of these matchups, you get some great opportunities in there, uh, Penn State tonight against UMass. Oh, total is 142. Now, this is based on the fact that UMass likes to go tempo, but if you look at Penn State, they're 353 in pace of play in the NCAA. I expect them to play a lot more of a half-court style game. UMass not a particularly good shooting team, though, try and muck it up a little bit. The key in this game is not getting a plethora of fouls late in the game, but I think this game plays into the low 130s. In this situation, where you talk about that plethora of fouls late, are you better off to play the first half under? It's it's not a bad situation, but the problem is this: when you look at a game like this, let's it's probably a sixty-seven, 66, yeah, sixty-six and a half or sixty-seven yeah. for the first half total. Correct, and now you're looking at seventy-five for the second half. Uh, I, I just like that the entirety of a game because a team can go through a lull. You could be shooting the ball extremely well in the first half, and the second half you'll slow down a little bit. All right, uh, no place for me tonight. Let's get back into Wilder. Right, uh, you had that game Washington against Arizona State. Did you see that? I saw them play hard in the end to cover for you is what I saw. But I saw them they all. They were leading for 59 minutes. No, I, I also saw the, the fumble was the whole key to the game. When they fumbled the ball, when they had the ball, when they had the ball and they were driving and they were up and they fumbled, they ran it back. I mean. No, but hold on a second. So Washington's catching six in this game. They're mm-hmm. down by what? Five, five and a half or six. Yeah, they're catching. They're down by what? Four mm-hmm. um, in, in this matchup. And it's fourth down and one with 41 seconds remaining. They've got uh, two timeouts. So if the ball's incomplete. The game's over. He throws a pick six on the final play. Yeah. And then Washington gets a backdoor score, which was the miracle yeah. of all miracles. But um, it just disappointing in terms of performance for the Huskies. And they, and they officially made a coaching change. Jimmy Lake out of Washington. But let me ask you this question. Is the University of Washington afraid to, to not say to Jimmy Lake, we're going to fire you with cause? You're going to pay this guy $9.9 million. So what the University of Washington is saying, by the way, they're going to get an application from me fairly quickly for a job. Because I can punch somebody, and I can still walk out with my money. This is the greatest place in the world. I want a job at UW. I am ready to cheer for the purple and gold. Are you kidding me? This is nonsensical. How stupid are they? You should say to Jimmy Lake, you're done, buddy. We're not paying you any money. We know you can't coach. We know you can't recruit. Can't recruit. They were hired him to keep all those kids in Washington, and he didn't. Two of them went to Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Best recruiting class in the state of Washington <laughs> in decades, and three players in the top 25. One goes to UW because he's a legacy. Uh, that's Heward's kid, Damon Heward's son. And then all of a sudden, you get two guys that end up at Ohio State. You're paying him $9.9 million for cause. Let me tell you, if I'm a coach and they try to fire me for cause like they did Kevin Ali at UConn, I would raise holy hell. Meanwhile, they go to Boulder to take on the University of Colorado, who led UCLA in the Rose Bowl at halftime in that game. Washington, lane six on the road with a total, 43 of them all. Is six wild or right? Uh, no, this is about right. Washington's still got a very good defense. The defense played well against Arizona State outside of the fourth quarter, two drives. But uh, when you look at this Colorado team, you mentioned that. I thought the bet of the day in college football on Saturday was the Bruins were down 10 at the break. Mm-hmm. 
against Colorado. Come on. Carl Durrell can only coach for about two, two and a half quarters anyway. Halftime kind of really put a, wrink, a wrinkle in his plans for the rest of the game. UCLA just comes back, barnstorms him in the second half, takes care of business. Buffaloes are in trouble. Remember, they get Washington this week and then Utah uh, the following week in their final game of the year. Uh, mercifully, the season will be coming to a close for uh, Colorado. I saw a picture of Danielle Alvari up on the big screen at the Rose Bowl on Saturday during oh, the really? game. She was doing some reporting or whatever. There might not have been a thousand people at the Rose Bowl, Nick. It was it was absolutely empty. Well, Mike, there might have been two thousand. You got to remember, it's a large stadium, it so it may not have been accurate yeah. on the count. It spread out. Okay, um, let's get back to the Big Ten. Michigan, big victory for them at Penn State. Great win. Came from led the game, got down, came from behind. Uh, it was really a good win for them. Now they go to Maryland to take on two a junior. Michigan is laying fourteen and a half, a total of fifty six and a half. Among uh, I, fourteen and a half, wild or right? I don't know. Uh, I, I I wouldn't touch this game. I think this Michigan defense can stymie this team. By the way, is Sean Clifford the world's strongest man? I mean, they were beating the hell out of him. They got to him four times on the opening drive. Two sacks, a one that and they, they should have converting third down. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Third and seventeen, no or, problem. Or fourth down on the punt after the hard ball. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Did James Franklin get too cute though with the fake field goal? Horrible call, James <laughs> Franklin. That was a terrible decision. You'd rather have your uh, field goal holder and your uh, kicker execute the offensive play than your offense. Kenny, I got upset like that they didn't make an athletic play there and get to the corner. <laughs> I mean, come on, give me but. a break, man. You got to know your personnel. This is a tough spot because it also they come off a big win. They go to Maryland and then Ohio State on deck. No, because Michigan is not at the level where they can just roll out the football like Alabama and just go beat everybody by 50 points. you got to win this game. I think they should be able to dominate this football game because of the defense. I still think this defense is very good. Uh, I, I also think part of the thing that nobody wants to talk about because the Big Ten is such a large populace and geographic footprint, Fox loves them. The Big Ten is vastly overrated. I think there's just a few good teams in college football. they got three teams in the top ten, Amal. You can't say that about any – oh, now you can about the uh, SEC because uh, Mississippi is ten. Which ranked teams has Michigan beaten? Well, I don't know. Yeah, neither do they. They beat Washington. They beat they, 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 Penn- they beat Washington. Well, let's give them credit for that big win. They did. Yeah. They did. Coach they were fired. able to take, take advantage. I don't think Washington had a first down through three quarters <laughs> in that. They did, they did kill them. All right, Wisconsin took care of business against Northwestern. They have two – Two checklist items yet to be the Big Ten West champions. They've got to beat Nebraska at home, and then they got to go to Minnesota and win the last two weeks of the year. Speaking of Nebraska, they're going to lay 10 to Scott Frost with a total of 41.5. Is 10 wilder right here? I'm no, on. the reason why it's wild is because Nebraska never loses a game by you know more than two uh, one score in games <laughs> that they could win. Uh, this is interesting. Look at, the, look at the ton of money coming in on the Scott Frost backers here. Lowered this down to 9.5. You know, the, the, the Graham Mertz factor has to be taken into consideration. 41 and a half, too, for a total. Here. They played Ohio State tough. They played Oklahoma tough. This team has been very competitive. They should beat Minnesota. I never understood that fourth and goal call. Oh. Half a yard to go. Why are you in a shotgun? Yeah. I mean, a lot of decisions with Nebraska remain to be seen in terms of how they're going to do. I, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I, I don't really have an opinion on this line. I can't tell you if it's right or wrong. I, I just am not sure. Okay. I, the, I, the, I, I cannot fathom Nebraska beating Wisconsin, though, in this spot. No, I don't No, I don't think they're going to win the football game. It's the question I, of the 10. I, I know. But, I mean, if you're going to look at it, I would only look at the Wisconsin side here. Uh, okay. At the Coliseum in Los Angeles, the big crosstown rivalry. Does anybody care? USC hosts UCLA. The victory bell? Yeah. Host UCLA. The Bruins. Laying three on the road here, total 66 and a half. Uh, I think this is right. Uh, you said three, right? Yeah. I, I would have said four, but I'm going to give it credit for being right, even though we use kind of a half a point less than 10, because I'm not sure, but I think USC will play hard in this this game against uh, against UCLA being the crosstown rivalry. I mean, so many of these kids are familiar with each other, played on high school teams together, maybe junior high teams, what have you. So this is going to be a competitive game. I give an edge to the Bruins here from a coaching standpoint. I think UCLA wins the victory bell, and it goes back to Westwood after this one. Okay, Minnesota off the loss at Iowa. They travel to Bloomington to take on Indiana. The Gophers laying a touchdown on the road. Total 43.5 is 7 wilder right. This is wild. It should be about 9 or 10. Uh, Indiana couldn't move the ball on Rutgers. They're going to be in trouble against the boat rowers. These are the types of games the boat rower wins. And I think they're going to dominate the Hoosiers. You know, I don't know that we talk about it uh, enough. Indiana was favored in that game at home against Rutgers. I Rutgers know. beat him 38-3. to I still think Shiano is a top-flight coach. Oh, I do, he's, too. He's 6-4 now with this Rutgers team. 
That's amazing. They're going to go to a bowl game. Yeah, right. think about that. I, I, I think he's terrific. By the way, Chris Ash was only losing by 78 to Michigan. That's all. Uh, your guy, Sark. Woo! Uh, a, a, a bit of a disappointing home loss to Kansas. Uh, hey, I, I loved it, though. And, and I love the fact they went for two and win the game. I mean, what do they have to lose? This guy that came in and coaches Kansas, I don't know the name, but I mean, he's very successful. Very Lance su- Leopold. Yes, very successful. Yeah. Division two coach, or however you call that now. Um, Texas now has to go on the road to Morgantown. West Virginia, the Mountaineers favored in this spot. Two and a half. Total of 57 and a half. Wild line should be four. I like the Mountaineers. By the way, congratulations for hiring Steve Sarkeesian. Everybody in the Big 12 appreciates it. All right, stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.